news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. So this little firecracker interview was so good with Dan Klein, the founder of My 359, right up our alley. So cool. And it's amazing. He's right here in Bowling Green. There's yes. so many <laughs> cool stories happening right here in the little town. Kentucky. Oh my gosh. This is the best town, by the way. Best town. Like literally it's the best. It's like a secret. I feel like it is. And I remember when we were moving here and they were talking like, it's pretty much a a town from the Andy Griffith show. It's Mm -hmm. just good old, good old place, but the people here are incredible. So good. Yes. So, um, Dan's story is so incredible, but you and I talked about maybe it'd be great to read a little excerpt from his website. So I'm going to do that. I found myself on a random Monday morning in January of 2014 as a young husband and a father of four small children in that position no one wants to be in, being told they have cancer. After enduring 217 days of chemo and radiation and all the other things that cancer put him through, not only physically but more meaningful emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually, I walked away with a different perspective. Prior to that awful day, to live a life so able and capable, and then all of a sudden to have it taken away from you, coming to the very real possibility that this may indeed be it, and then thankfully to get your life back. I have a very different perspective on what I can and cannot do, what is possible and what is impossible. I have what I call my 359s overcoming, enduring, achieving, and doing the impossible. And in doing so, coming to the understanding that most barriers in life are self-imposed and that the insight that the real achievements in life are not reaching my own 359s, but inspiring others and helping others to achieve my 359s. I love this. Yeah. So he had cancer and he overcame it and he talks on our podcast. I'm going to let him explain it. What the, my 359, it's not a Bible verse. In fact, it's, um, a number in a race. So he's going to go through that. Um, but it, you know, we talked, we talked a lot about what our mind says we can't do and can do and how we, a lot of times put those limits on ourselves when really like there can be so much more done than what we allow our mind to allow us to do yeah and he talks a lot about um kind of setting goals and then Mm -hmm. setting stretch goals and Mm -hmm. then there's another one 359 goal and that's way past the stretch goal and i think that's stuff that i see you do you reach some of these 359 goals of you wanted to see tippy toes go worldwide and Mm -hmm. and all across the country and and uh and now it's on its way to being in China and, mm-hmm. and going to take over the world. But that's yeah. a 359 goal that you talked about um, 10, 15 years ago. Yeah, 
yeah. of wanting to have happen with tippy toes and now that setting that 359 goal that's beyond a stretch mm-hmm. goal and uh it's fun to kind of look at what are those things that that are so far fetched mm-hmm. that uh that you think you can do that yeah. the world tells you you can't do yeah which is so good and you know i think sometimes we secretly tell ourselves we can't do and to kind of get over that barrier of man god created us to be living an extravagant life in big ways to glorify him. And so what is that? Like, what's your goal? And then how do you, you know, 10 exit? Yeah. <laughs> what would you say your three fifty nine? Have you thought about like for this year, 2020, what would be your three fifty nine? Wow. Put it on the spot. <laughs> um, totally did. I don't know. I think I need to think through what, what some stretch goals are first. And yeah. Then the, 359 but um but a lot of I think the stuff that we go through that's mm-hmm. kind of comparable to this is trying to find some fitness goals and crossfit goals and and new PRs and stuff that that usually you shouldn't be hitting when you're mm-hmm. turning 40 and and hopefully there's some milestones that I can hit this year yeah and I keep getting stronger as I get older yeah I break love the that. break the way that the the world tells you that yeah, when you get older, you can't lift as much or, or do but as much. But anybody that have seen your muscles, they know you lift a lot of weight. Oh, thanks, babe. Babe, your muscles are huge. <laughs> they really are. Well, They're, my 359 goal is to get huger muscles. Huger muscles. Yep. I don't know. We don't have enough room in the house for huger <laughs> muscles. No, but seriously, you look fantastic. Too nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's, yeah, so fitness goals. I think it's always great to have a fitness goal. Um which, you know, I feel like I do too. Mine probably aren't PRs, but I like consistency at the gym. And so with traveling, sometimes it's difficult. And I always feel like October, November, December, my gym time, like I normally try to go X number of days. And then I feel like October, November, December, we travel for whatever reason a lot. And so trying to wrap my brain around, you know, being okay with hotel gyms or something like that, you know, but consistency for me. Nine goals. So my 359 goal really is my Destined for Greatness book to get that out. And babe, I don't want my book to just be a book. I really want it to impact people's lives in a way that they work differently, think differently, and stretch themselves to grow in um, extravagant ways. And so um, to say I want a best-selling book, I mean, that would be huge. I would love that, but really I want it to impact the masses. And so I think a goal would be to have my book complete and in people's hands, but really a 359 is I would love um, to blow it out of the water with how many books I sell just because I know the sales um, would equal impact on people's lives. I think it's fun watching kind of that process with you. Usually you're a let's get it done and mm-hmm. and move on and do something else cool mm-hmm. and uh but this one you've been more diligent with mm-hmm. and trying to make sure that it's all perfect and that you're building it up the right way and doing yeah. it the right way yeah um, it's funny to watch you be so patient <laughs> with it yeah um because you keep working hard and and the old Sarah and the nor- normal Sarah would um get it to a good spot and mm-hmm. get it out there and move on to something else but yeah. it's fun to see that this is the thing that, that you're passionate about yeah. to 
be patient with and, and rock it. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like there's a lot of pressure when it comes to a book because it's in writing forever. And I think about our grandkids and our great grandkids and great, great grandkids. Like I hope they read this book and I hope it impacts them in years to come. So I want every word on the page to be thoughtful. So I would say that would be my 359. So his story is incredible. He's nice as they come and um, he's getting ready to share his story. Dan Klein, my 359. Well, Dan, I am so thankful that you're here with me today. How are you? I'm doing great, Sarah. Thank Good. you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. I just feel like your story can impact so many people. And so I'm so thankful that Jeremiah um, told me you know, about you and your story. And then the more I've learned, I'm so in awe of everything that you've done. And so I want our listeners to hear about who Dan Klein is and kind of the story that started the My 359. Sure, and I, and I appreciate that. I, I've um, the uh, our mantra with three fifty nine is ordinary people doing extraordinary things. Mm, I love and that. my story, it's my story is your story. It's everyone's story, um, and that's that's a common human component to it. Mm-hmm. So the the three fifty nine reference, which I get asked a lot about that, a lot of people think it's a scripture verse. <laughs> um, and it's not. It's right. a uh, it's it's a reference to Roger Bannister being the first runner to break the four minute mile. Mm. And the cool thing about it is, and I'm and I'm not necessarily a runner, right? But the the story behind it is, at the time, it was just it was impossible. It was scientifically proven that no human could run a sub four minute mile. Wow. And the thing that I love about it is when Bannister did it, it took about a month for another runner to do it. Mm. And within a decade, a high schooler from Kansas did the impossible. Wow. Wow. And how cool is that? It's just, it's unlocking that, you know, he broke the barrier, not necessarily the time barrier, but Mm. just the mental barrier. Yes. Yes. Because so much of it is mental. It is. It is. Absolutely. Mm. And so... Um, my, my story, the, the, uh, 10,000 foot version of it is mm-hmm. my wife, Claire and I live here in Bowling Green. We have four kids, busy family, yeah. um, out of the blue one day between dropping the kids off at school and going to work, I stopped by the doctors to do something about a cough I had had mm-hmm. and I got introduced to the world of cancer Oh my gosh. and everything changed dramatically. Um, went through chemotherapy, radiation, that whole experience, and came out of that experience with a very different perspective. Mm-hmm. Not, and not to say that um, prior to that, I had lived a, a vastly different life, but I think it was just the awareness of being intentional. Right. And recognizing the power of now. And, and it's one thing to dream about something, mm-hmm. and that's great. But, but you got to put action behind it. You have to yes. execute every day. Oh, I love that. Wow. So no idea. You thought you had a cough and then your world yep. just flips upside down. That's Yeah, I, I did. I did what every wise male does <laughs> that I know anyway, which is completely ignore it. Right. Mm-hmm. And 
finally go to urgent care one weekend when I couldn't take it anymore. Right. And um, then then things started to happen. So wow, um, wow, wow. The, That's amazing. Yeah, life changes quickly. Mm, gosh, it does. And how old were your kids at the time? Um, we have three boys, and and then um, our daughter. Uh, they were eleven, eight, eight. And Natalie was four. Wow. Wow. That's a heavy thing to come home and have to share with your wife and kids. So tell me about the journey and why my 359 sticks out to you. Like what was the pivotal point for you um, as you're going through this cancer? Um, I'm sure your mindset shifted. You went through probably so much stuff spiritually and emotionally as well as physically. Um, But can you kind of frame it up for us a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the 359 story, the Roger Bannister story, I was somewhat familiar with. Um, and I remember very clearly one, one morning while I was going through chemotherapy, um, getting an email to go to a conference in Las Vegas. And I kind of laughed when I was like, I can't, mm-hmm. I, you know, that's ridiculous. And as I looked more into it, the way the schedule worked, I could, I could make it work. And it was about eight weeks out. And I was really struggling through chemotherapy mm-hmm. and I needed something to kind of something to pound in the ground to say, I've got to work to that. Right. right. So I signed up for the conference. I went, I made it to one session and it was the, the speaker did a session on Roger Bannister. Oh, wow. And, and it just, the seeds were planted at in fertile ground. Mm-hmm. And I remember after finishing our last round of chemotherapy, and uh, going back home up to northern Michigan, uh, which was my destination, that was I had a uh, magnets made a vision board of the end of the dock, which was where I was going when chemo was done. And finally reaching that destination. And number one, thanking God for bringing me that far right. through that. Mm-hmm. And then just starting to think, what, what are the life lessons? What are the reflections from the end of the dock? Yeah. Wow. And that's where that 359, those seeds took root. Wow. I love what you said that seeds were planted in fertile ground because I think, you know, you had a extremely interesting and hard situation, but if we would relay that to anybody's dreams, um, you know, it depends on when these seeds are planted, you know, and, and what you were able to do with those seeds. Um, but knowing that it was on fertile ground, I just love the visual that you painted with that. That's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. I, I think a lot of times, you know, every day we see great perspective or we pass mm-hmm. great perspective. We don't see it right. every day. And I was listening to your podcast with Matt Hansen, mm, who yeah. is an Iron Man. Yes. <laughs> and um, and I remember I I I signed up for a half Iron Man. That was one of my impossibles, one of my three fifty nines. And I'm standing there at the beginning of the race, and I'm and I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm freaking out. Now I've been through a lot of things in my life. But that was the first time I'd ever had a physical panic attack. Wow. Because I watched, and I, and Matt Hansen may or may not have been at this one, but I watched these professional mm-hmm. athletes mm-hmm. walk by me and walk, get into the river. Yeah. And I thought, my gosh, <laughs> I'm nowhere near that. Yeah. And then right after them came two blind athletes that were tethered to their guides. 
Oh, wow. And then came the wheelchair athletes and the amputees. And I thought, thank you, Lord, for allowing me to recognize that perspective Mm. when I needed it most. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. But I think it's always there. Mm, it is. It's if we're willing to look, you know, and, and yeah. really pause. And I do think, though, situations allow us to look at things differently. You know, we might see the same thing, you know, one year, but then the next year it might mean something so different to us. So, you know, that's exactly right. I'm interested in now you're cancer free, correct? Yep. Yeah, we celebrated our cure date this past September. Wow. Congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Now, I've heard, and I want to be careful to say this, but my aunt said this one time, and she she went through cancer, and she said, cancer was one of the best things that ever happened to me because it gave me a fresh perspective, a deeper understanding of life. Would you agree, or um, would you have thoughts on that? Yes, I would. I've been asked that before. And if if you had to ask me, if you had to do it all over again, would you go through cancer again? I would say, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And, am I thankful for the experience? The first, Can I draw very positive things out of a very negative thing? Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really created that so my favorite movie of all time is it's a wonderful life yes george yes. bailey Bedford <laughs> Falls. right and you know i relate a lot to that character george bailey because mm. he, he had a good life before but just that opportunity to really put everything in perspective right and i think that's what cancer did for me it was it was this opportunity and one of the really cool things about it and i don't know if i I don't know if I've ever been able to adequately articulate this is while we were going through cancer. And I say we, because oh, yeah. my wife, Claire, it's, it's, she had by far the worst seat in the bus, mm-hmm. raising four small children, a husband going through cancer, all the uncertainties, all the, you can imagine that go oh, along yeah. with that. Mm-hmm. But it was an incredibly, it was an incredibly difficult time but it was also a time filled with grace. Mm -hmm. And to see, I recognize when people, when most people are given the opportunity to do something good, they do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, I've taken that with me as a challenge, as an opportunity that can I create opportunities to produce grace, but also to give other people the opportunity to produce grace as well. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, this, it's not about you. It's not about me. Right. It's, we're an empty vessel. Mm -hmm. When, when I'm at my best, I'm an empty vessel asking, take me where you want me to go. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so good. And you know, so amazing, like just how powerful God is that he took the negative of cancer and turned it into you speaking 
such life into so many people. I mean, I know here in Bowling Green, you've, um, you know, done remarkable things. You came and spoke to our CrossFit gym and, um, you know, with all the things that you're involved in, but then, you know, nationwide too, you just have this opportunity and you're using your circumstance to push people on to dream bigger, which is so great. Um, can I ask you what, can you explain to us when you're talking to people about my 359, how do you encourage them to find theirs and kind of, um, the roadmap, I guess, um, you have for that, my free 359. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the, it's the whole, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Why is it important to you? And that's the dreaming part. Mm-hmm. And that's not always easy. And that, and that can be fluid. That can change over time. Um, but there's also a how to how do you do things? There's there's a science. There's a mechanic. There's a reverse engineering process that you back into. Hey, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to do an Ironman. I want to start my own shop. I want to run that nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a lot of people sometimes don't get past that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think building that game plan, once you get the game plan put on paper and something magical happens to a goal when it goes between your ears right. to being on paper, then it's just a matter of executing the plan. Mm-hmm. That's easy. Right. Right. Yeah. And so, so that's the, I, I've, I, I've learned in life that the only sustainable motivation is intrinsic motivation. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing it for somebody else or something outside of myself, extrinsic motivation, that might, that might get me started, but that's not going to push me through when things get really tough. Mm-hmm. But I've got to have some reason that why, if I'm doing something, if I'm doing a 359, why, why do I keep pushing when things get really tough? Right. And that has to come from inside. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so beautiful. It's just amazing. It gives so many people different things to think about. Can I ask you for you, have you had several My 359s? Like I know you said at Half Iron Man, correct? That was a... Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I, um, yes. Okay. So, and the great thing about 359s is it's not just the physical things. Mm-hmm. I, I love the physical ones mm-hmm. because when I'm at my best physically, I'm... I'm a better spouse. I'm a better parent. Right. I have more energy. I have more focus. I'm more productive at work. I'm a, it allows me ultimately to be a better follower of the teachings of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which and is that's the, goal. the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, mm-hmm. if, if, and, and I'm like everybody else, I go through seasons of my life where I'm, I'm very active. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the routine breaks down and I may go a couple months and I'm not very active and it just, you know, I don't sleep as well and I don't eat as well. And that just ripples through right. the rest of my life. Yeah. And, and so that ultimate 359, which is the subtitle of the book is the man I'm called to be mm-hmm. or the woman I'm called to be. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the ultimate challenge is can I get up every day and pour everything into today to become the person that God created me to be? Right. Yeah. And I do believe that's our duty. You know, um, I think a lot of people would say people that have 
um, attained, you know, big goals or done big things. They're like, wow, you're so lucky. And it's like, no, you know, God's given us all gifts and talents and it's our duty and our obligation to, um, fulfill, you know, everything that God has planned for our life to not be lazy and to be, you know, um, chasing after these dreams that he's instilled in us. And so I really think that my 359 is a beautiful way to describe like, Hey, they were told it was impossible to run, um, sub four minute mile, but look like there are barriers to be broken, you know, and you might just be the one that idea or that dream or that whatever it is that God's placed in you, he placed it in you for a reason and for a purpose. And it's your duty. It's not my duty to do your dream or your duty to do my dream, but you know, we're all called to greatness, you know? And so, um, I love that. I love the way that you describe that. And, you know, we're always becoming somebody, you know? And so, um, you know, to look at the face of Jesus and know like, Hey, I want to make you proud at the end of my life. You know, that's a big thing. So, wow. Wow. Absolutely. So what is your next big dream? What are, what are you working towards? So I have, I have two 359s for next year, two big physical ones. Okay. Um, one is to do the hundred mile ultra marathon. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Now I'm I'm not a runner. I'm a walker. Okay. But still a hundred miles. That's amazing. Yeah. Mm. Now they give you 36 hours so okay. I can do that. Yeah. Um, I, I've done a full Ironman. I did that last year. Wow. Um, my other 359 physical one for this year, I, the Grand Canyon is my happy place. Mm, me I too. I love the Grand Canyon. Yes. Yes. You can just plainly see God there too, I think. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's such a great metaphor for life. Mm, mm-hmm. It's it's this beautiful place, but it's also this challenging place. Mm-hmm. And um, so the last few years, I've hiked the Grand Canyon. I take a group out there. Claire says I take a field trip <laughs> to Grand Canyon once or twice a year. Yes. So we've hiked rim to rim. Wow. And there's ups and there's downs and it's hot and it's cold. Mm. Um so this year, that, that's where we spent our cure date. Claire and I wow. and nine other friends spent that night in the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Wow, that's special. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It was very special. It was yeah. very special. So for next year, uh, there's a group of eight of us going, and we are going to do the 24-hour challenge, which is to go from rim to rim back to rim within 24 hours. Wow. So that's 47 out 47 miles 46 oh 47 gosh. miles and not easy miles it's not like a straight path it's like no. you know <laughs> wow wow so do you no. already have your eight people that are going is that like oh, people yeah. are working towards it wow is claire joining you or no she is not okay she, uh she was very gracious and joined with me the first time and uh, how much she loved it and, and enjoyed it, but uh, she would be okay. She's like, been the there, done that. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Exactly right. Wow. Now That's you're exactly talking, right. you have these two physical dreams, which are big and bold. And I, I love that because I think, you know, we serve such an extravagant God and he doesn't want us to think small and you are not thinking small. Like these are big goals. And I love that. Um, but you, you talked 
talked about being, you know, physical. Are there, you know, other spiritual or emotional other ones that you have on paper, just things that you want to do that you um, also have as a My 359? Yeah, absolutely. So, so my, my big one is what I'm calling the 359 challenge. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going to roll it out December 26th on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. And we're going to challenge people rather than to set New Year's resolutions, but to set 359. Mm -hmm. And the way you do that, and this gets more to the how and the science of it, is to use a SMART goal format. Yes. Uh-huh. SMART's an acronym. Mm-hmm. Rather than having a New Year's resolution saying, I'm going to get in shape, or I'm going to be a better husband, or I'm going to be a better father, it's specific. Mm-hmm. I'm doing a 10K or, or whatever it might be. And, and the important thing, Sarah, is my 359 is going to be completely different than yours or your right. husband's or my wife's or it's, for all of us, a 359 is not a goal. It's not a stretch goal. It's a right. big, it's a game changer. Right, right. But it's yours. Yes, yes. I love and so, that. And so that's where the really cool thing, the most rewarding, the thing that keeps me going with the 359 movement. Mm-hmm. And and it's not, this is a, this is a calling for us. It's not a business for us. We do speaking gigs and we have a book on Amazon and blah, 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 but it's mm-hmm. not our full-time job. This right. is not a financial, right. it's all gift. Right. It's all gift. Love that. But mm-hmm. I, I love it when people say my 359 was, mm-hmm. and you fill in the blank and we've got my favorite one. I got a note from a grandmother in California and she said, I saw you speak at a conference in San Diego and I set my 359, which was to learn to swim. Wow. My grandchildren every summer at our family vacation asked me to swim with them. And <laughs> I've always had to tell them no. This past winter, unbeknownst to everyone, including my husband, I took swimming lessons. <laughs> and this past summer, when the grandkids asked, I slipped in the pool. Oh, my God. I have goosebumps a, all over. <laughs> I know. Can you just imagine? Wow. Oh my gosh. Isn't that awesome? Yes, yes. But you're just challenging people to think differently, which I think is awesome and and not put limits on themselves. Like she wasn't defined by like, I just can't swim. I mean, she was before, but once she heard you and your message, it's like, well, I can do that too. I love that. Wow. That is really, really cool. Wow. Okay. So go ahead. No, 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 I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, that's right. Well, I just would love for you to give our listeners advice. Many of our listeners, um, you know, they're go-getters. They have dreams inside of them and they're maybe halfway there, maybe almost there, maybe just thinking about it. What advice do you have for someone that has a dream or a goal, but has yet to maybe take action or um, reach the finish line? Yeah. So if you haven't taken action, you, you, you have to start mm-hmm. my, um, I'm sitting in my office at, at, at my house. I have a saying above my door and it says the man who moves a mountain begins by carrying away small stones mm, from so Confucius. Nice. And you just, whether you get dumped cancer or you're trying to do an Ironman or you're trying to start a business or you have small children and you're just trying to keep your sanity. <laughs> right. You know, I, we've been there. We, we had 
a two-year-old and brought home twins. So I've, I've been there. <laughs> wow. Wow. But you just focus on, you, you live the serenity prayer, mm-hmm. which is very easy to say, very easy to slap on a bumper sticker or a post, but it's very difficult to do day in and day out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my, my first advice would be recognize where you're trying to have the vision of who you're trying to become and start moving stones. Mm-hmm. Focus on what you can control. Get up every day and start moving stones. Mm-hmm. I love the, that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's the it's how I got through cancer. Yeah. It's how I got through an Iron Man. I I love listening to your podcast with Matt because I can so mm-hmm. relate. <laughs> uh, yeah. He finished it a lot quicker than I did. <laughs> Uh, hey, we don't need to know anybody's times. We know that you're very similar, you know, doing those Ironmen. That's, exactly that's amazing. Right. <laughs> I heard the guy call out, Dan Klein, you are an Ironman. Yes. All hey, and that's, that's all that matters. That's amazing. That's exactly. There's no time. Absolutely. <laughs> wow. So the, the other part of it, and this is what I've learned with anything, is you have to lo- learn to embrace the grind. Mm, mm-hmm. You just have to grind it out. It's. I love that excitement of putting something out there. And I, and I love coming up that last trail on the north rim of the Grand Canyon and finishing something. Mm-hmm. But it's all that stuff in the middle yeah. that makes a lot of people just shut down and quit. Yeah. It you have to really recognize does. that and mm-hmm. grind it out. Yeah. Push further. I so agree with that. And I love that advice that you're giving to me and all of our listeners because it's not always pretty. And I think what's um, really hard sometimes is we look at everybody's finished product and like, wow, they did this or they, they're here or they have this business or these kids or this marriage or whatever. But it's like, man, if anybody would see those small stones that are daily carried, it's just, you know, not that simple, um, you know, of just moving one big stone. And so um, I always say, you know, it's small daily deposits equal great success Mm, and um, it's the same concept. And so I'm just so thankful that you were able to share with our listeners and um, I encourage everybody to follow you. What's the best way to continue to be inspired by you? How can they find you? Sure. We're on all the um, social media platforms. Facebook is probably our biggest one. My 359 with the uh, numbers. Okay. Not spelled out, but just the numbers. Our website is spelled out, www.my359.com. Okay. And if you Google it, um, yeah. or on Amazon, and as I always say, if you get the book and it touches you and, you, and it moves you mm-hmm. and you feel it's worthy of a five-star review, please do it. Right. Yes. If you get the book and you don't, don't like it, please don't. <laughs> I can only review. imagine. Well, I'm going to encourage our listeners right now to um, to get the book because I just know that you have been such a source of inspiration to me, but also many people that I know, and you are such an encourager and in, um, in real, like your story is real and the processes that you've gone through and then just living a life so authentic to what God called you to do. So Dan, I just thank you for thank your you. time and um, I just wish you so much success and a year for full of health and happiness. And I'm just thankful for your time today. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me. And thank you for all you do. Oh, thank you. Hey, it's Sarah Noose. And I believe that you are destined for greatness. Do you have a dream inside of you? You think about wanting more out of life? Well, I have seen incredible life change happen 
all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.